0: Edwards,
1: oh man, rainbow three by Anthony Edwards, puts him in double-figure scoring. And a one-two pitch, a drive to left field and deep, Gordon going back, on the track, at the wall, Twist take the lead, 2-1. Nelson throws, golfing, a one-two pitch to the second deck and left center. Parisi, fanned on it, recovers, got it to Niederreiter, who fires, Parisi on the rebound, Scores! right to Dalvin, turns it up, to the end zone, touchdown! What's up everybody? We are back live! Sports done right on a Tuesday. Coming to you live. We are back. NBA hoops. We got boxing. We got a little bit of everything to talk about today. All right, folks. I am Vince right Sports Governor, coming to you live and direct again. Good to be back with you live. Uh, it's been a couple weeks, I know, so we are definitely glad to be back. Uh, we got boxing to come to talk about excuse me we had a great card here sunday night nationally televised on fox premier boxing champions back in the mix special shout out to rob lear who is kind of the pr guy for the minneapolis armory hooking up sports done right and vince right yours truly with a press pass and it was a phenomenal night i'm and and honestly folks let me get into this card here real quick because i'm going to talk to you um Premier boxing champions, Al Heyman's organization, uh, has had a number of cards here locally with uh, Jamal Shangle James, who's another Minneapolis boxing champion. This card featured David Morell Jr. Interesting story because he is from Cuba. He's fighting out of Minneapolis now with the uh, Things Circle of Life boxing people there. And he before this fight, he was 4 all but yet already the WBA super middleweight champion. Here's the thing with David Morrell: He has had an extensive amateur career, over 130 amateur fights. So, although that now 5 and 0 number looks weird with with 4 KOs, this guy has a a plethora of experience, a plethora of talent and He's got the power. He's got the tools. And, and even though at 5-0, and already, already starting to, to get his name mentioned up there with the upper echelon. And when you're talking 168 pounds, that is Canelo Alvarez, if he is sticking around at that weight. Um, the You know, if things progress for David morell Jr., that is a fight that can definitely be on the uh, radar in probably a year and a half, two years. But again... He's got to build his resume, but let me tell you something. Uh, he had a fight with Mario Cazares here. Cazares was 12-0, five knockouts before this fight. He is now 12-1, and 1, but he had fought some, some name talent himself. So this was a very good fight up and down the card. Uh, the pre-card was actually broadcast on FS1, on uh, Fox Sports Deportes, I, th- I think it's called. And I got to say, they, they did a great job. Um, Atif Ober, let me make sure I get his name right here. O, o, Oberlton, Atif Oberlton, O-B-E-R-L-T-O-N, got his third win and his third knockout 3-0. Up-and-comer in the light heavyweight division from Philadelphia. Very entertaining, dude. Very entertaining fight against Jasper McCargo. Man, I got to hand it to him. They did a great job all the way around. Putting putting together this card, there was not one fight that I saw, and I saw the whole cards. I got there early, watched it all. Very entertaining fights from the eight from the prelims up to the main event. So congratulations to the Armory again. Shout out to Rob Lear um, with Lear Communications and and all that he has done to really help build the boxing. Um, landscape here as well because Rob is a big boxing fan and he really does a great job to get people out there to get the press out there as well and I just gotta say man I was just very impressed by the way the whole the way it was all run uh, speaking of the Minneapolis Armory phenomenal phenomenal job on the remodel there and, and the way that that thing is set up now for concerts boxing uh, MMA, whatever's coming through, uh, downtown Minneapolis, hey, we've talked about it. They have a lot of issues regarding safety and things like that and we can just, that's all I'll talk for another time, but Sunday night it was popping. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fans came out, kudos to the Minnesota boxing fans that came out to support this card. And there will be many, many more fight cards coming through here. Um, it is just a, a great setup at the Minneapolis Armory. Check them out online as well. Uh, great job. That's all I can say. So uh, David Morrell Jr. moving on and moving upward here. So congratulations to him. Um, had a couple words with him at the press conference. Now the reason I don't have sound for the fight, let me explain that here. And again, I am Vince Wright. This is Sports Done Right, your favorite Minnesota sports podcast. The sports governor coming to you live. The reason I don't really have any sound is, number one, after the main event, there's still a couple boxing matches. They throw in a couple four-rounders or whatever just to kind of keep people entertained if they want to hang out and, and, you know, I don't know, have a drink or two, keep the party going, so to speak. So the sound wasn't the best after I got home that night and listened to it um you know there's a lot of background music they play music in between the rounds and stuff so it it just didn't sound the best so that's why i didn't i don't have any sound for you per se but man it was a great job if you are a boxing fan in the twin cities the next time a car comes through go check it out man go support these uh local fighters we got some very talented individuals coming up here in minnesota and again no you don't think of it as a boxing you know hub we got a couple champs here now so let's go out and support them uh jamal Shango james we hope to get him on the podcast here as well uh david morell jr um from cuba fighting out of minneapolis now and all i gotta say is support these young cats man because they did a phenomenal phenomenal job all right what else is happening on sports done right we had to get going early tonight Again, life gets in the way, so I got some things I got to do. But I really wanted to get a show on just to touch on a couple topics here with you as well. Um, One thing, you know, kind of topical that I like to talk about are, do we give second chances? Uh, A lot of things coming up lately here with NBA coaching hires, with Chauncey Billups, with Jason Kidd. Um, their past and allegations and this and that and on and on and on we go. For me, it's real simple. People fuck up all the time, right? Excuse the language, but it's true. People fuck up all the time. And I'm using this language because I really want this point to get home. But when people try to make amends for past bad behavior, it seems like in society today, it's just, it's a, it's a non-starter. Non-started, just can't do it. Oh, what? Well, you did this 20 years ago, you did this 15 years ago. You, you know, you were in a, a domestic dispute, you pleaded guilty to domestic violence. Do people get a chance to redeem themselves ever anymore? Just asking for a friend because. You know Jason Kidd, Chauncey Billups, and those are just the two most recent names. You know, there's been many athletes that have gone through this ringer where, you know, everything's fine. These these two guys have gotten jobs, have been hired. Um, you know, Jason has seen to to make amends for for his stuff. Um, if I remember correctly, I don't, I can't remember. I don't think Chauncey was ever charged. I could be wrong on that, but whatever. Point being is, these guys have done work for. The NBA been hired by basketball teams, by, by the networks. And now all of a sudden, because head coaching hires, here we go. Well, you know, Jason did this. It's not a good look. I mean, ask yourself, you know, what have you done in your life and in your past that you regret? And I'm sure most of you have gotten a second and third chance out there. You know, and I know this is really a dark road to go down, but it just seems like, man, that people just are unwilling to give any type of second chance, any type of redemption for people who realize they screwed up, who want to make good. You know, I, I, I know a guy personally that had some issues and, you know, um, with drugs and now is a, a very legit and a businessman by the way and then doing big things in the community but by today's standard people would have looked at him 17 years ago when he was going through issues and said hey man look well this dude (laughs) you know he's got some he's got some drug issues he ain't gonna be nothing now that guy's pulling in mid six figures per year employing people so same thing here in sports, you know, it's we're just so quick to condemn. We're so quick to just, you know, push these people aside and say, oh, well, you did this too bad in the story. You're done. And in some cases, that is absolutely true. But. But. For people who are trying to redeem themselves, who are trying to make themselves right, um, this is something that needs to be talked about. Because once you do it, you're done. Ask Jamal Lewis. Remember him from the Ravens? Got caught on film with some domestic uh, violence. You know, supposedly has done everything correct, realized the problem owned up to it. First off, that's the first thing you got to do. He owned up to it. He's been trying to get back in the league. He's been trying to get coaching jobs now because he probably he's 41 years old now. So, you know, nobody's going to give a 41 year old running back a a chance, but these are the things that, you know, I've, I've been talking about recently with people um, who host other sports shows and podcasts and things like that, because this is what's kind of bubbling up now here. I don't know if it's ever going to change anymore. I think we're just at that point in a society where it's like, look, you you screwed up, you're done. Not fair at all, but a lot of people, that's how they want it. It's, you know, it's very, very interesting what's going on, sports, society, everything else right now. But man, oh, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you here. There's, um, We're going to be delving in some other topics and issues here when I have more time to do so. I just wanted to get this out there. Is I wanted all my viewers this or listeners to start thinking about that. You know, if somebody comes back and they've done wrong, but yet yeah, try to make amends. Try and make everything right. Doing it the right way. You know, say they have a domestic violence thing. They go to counseling. They work with with, you know, all these organizations and this and that. Do we just say, no, thank you, but we're good. Do we try and use that person's story as, as a learning tool, you know, which is what I would like to do. Hey, look, I went, I, I did this bad stuff. I learned from it. I'm trying to do better and I'm working. Here's what I'm doing to make myself better. But, you know, people just want to say, yeah, you know what, man? Nah, screw you. And it's really, really, really kind of getting frightening out there. So we're going to take a look at these situations as they pop off. Um, I think this will subside. I think part of the thing with um, Chauncey Billups is Becky Hammond was also in the mix as well. And I love Becky Hammond. Um, I I think she has done a phenomenal job with San Antonio and then props to the San Antonio organization for giving her an opportunity to learn her craft so she can be considered legitimately for a head coaching position in the NBA. And by the way, I have no problem with it. Some dudes might, I don't, I think it'd be great. But with African-American coaches and coaching candidates, there's always just another hurdle you got to jump over there's another hoop you got to go through and there's more questions you always seem to have to answer we'll keep our eyes on it good luck to those guys and um, you know you can say what you want we can have the the argument about you know if they're going to be good coaches you can argue about Jason Kidd and his success or lack thereof maybe um, with the Nets I think Jason Kidd has a good basketball mind. I've been reading some articles here the past couple of days that have kind of called him out for it. It's, it's a real interesting term that's been put out here and kind of with Chauncey, too. Now, now, I'll see if I can find the article and put it back on the Sports Done Right Facebook page. But it's quote unquote interpersonal skills that are that is now the problem with these two. And there may be truth to that. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm not with them. But I think it's something we're going to start keeping an eye on here. And let's just see what happens. We'll just see what happens. All right. Locally here in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. TCF Bank Stadium at the University of Minnesota officially will, is renamed Huntington Bank Stadium. Uh, Huntington Bank, out of Ohio bought TCF. So, the Gophers will have a new name on the stadium. Otherwise, everything else is just the same. Cannot wait for that first game against Ohio State. Please be ready, boys, because if y'all could pull off the upset, I would just be very, very, very thankful. All right, one. Let's see what else. Um, Oh, shout out to the Twitter people here. Um, If you follow me at the Big Smooth One, that's the number one after the Big Smooth. uh, Very uh, more so for the show. You know, obviously there's some personal stuff, but wanted to get a a, a, you know on Twitter for the show. There met a lot of great people, and last night kind of had a fun little chat. Um, With some of my the the Twitter Nation out there, um, a lot of um, sports Vikings podcasters. So special shout out to Rick Sosa Um, last night. Lizzie who orchestrated it, very cool young lady. Her um, and let's see, Sal Spice was on there. I mean, just just everybody. I mean, it it was great. It was a lot of fun. Social media can be a good place. It really can be, uh, Emily. Shout out to you as well. The the prior late girls, Emily and Lizzie. Um, you know, it was just it was just a lot of fun. Um, we were in a spaces, so we were. It was just kind of like a group chat where you actually can hear people. So your phone, you just speak through your phone. You can hear people. It was a lot of fun. Um, so props to those fine folks that were on Twitter last night talking sports and everything else and having a lot of fun. Um, Minnesota Twins, kind of that same pattern. Not really a whole not whole lot happening there. Uh, Minnesota Wild are hoping tonight that uh, Carrillo is named the Rookie of the Year or the Calder Trophy, I think is what they call it. Um, and I'm just pulling that up real quick because I'm getting started early. I just wanted to see up to be announced still so it has not been announced as of yet but that will be happening very shortly so um, hopefully the Minnesota Wild will be able to celebrate that Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves no real new news uh, um, there nothing really happening Um, so yeah it's just been kind of light just wanted to get this show out here like I said because I just wanted to um, get on here very very quickly Um, Let you know I'm still here. We're working on things for you here. Unfortunately, life's just getting in the way. Starting up a new business. um, Some other things going on as well. So just wanted to get a quick show out. Say what up. We'll be back um, obviously next week. I'm going to try and get another show in this weekend as well. um, Where we'll get into more of the NBA. Um, Real quick, speaking of the NBA. You know, Milwaukee's up 2-1 now. I think they're starting to fill their oats. Uh, Giannis feeling good. We don't know about Trey with the Hawks. Now, all of a sudden, he's got a a foot injury. And, you know, who knows, right? I mean, it could could be the beginning of the end for the Hawks on this uh, very unique run that they went on here. Oh, sorry about that. Had some sound issues there. So we will see what happens there. Also, Paul George and company answering the bell. Paul George, people calling it the best game of his career. Clippers, I don't know. You got to get the Clippers down 2-0, 3-0 before they seem to wake up and, you know, doing it without their main man as well. So, you know, without Leonard in there, Paul George, this is what championship teams do, right? Next man up. You got Paul George. This is what you brought him in for. Step up, young man. Step up. And guess what? He did. He did finally last night. So props to him. Um, I mean, it's just... Here's the thing. And all teams are are probably thinking the same thing. Hey, the Lakers are out of it. Bronze at home. Look, for all these teams, this may be the easiest road to the championship here in this Final Four. Personally, I would like to see CP3 get... ring i think just everything that chris paul has done in his career that he has been through and every time he gets to the playoffs he seems to get injured and and just all this other stuff man it would really be nice to see cp3 get the ring and you know i think this is great i think this is good for basketball i know a lot of people out there don't agree with the sports governor but you know if you're just gonna have a league with teams in la and chicago and new york And maybe, you know, a couple warm weather teams, Miami, whatever. Cool. But I think this is great to see a Milwaukee, to see Phoenix back in it. Um, Atlanta, we need some diversity. And although I'm a Lakers fan, you know, have been since Magic Johnson, I think this is great. And it sucks because, you you know, being in Minnesota, having to listen to the Wisconsin folks, but for the Bucks, it's a little bit different. It's not like the Green Bay Packer thing and all that stuff, because the NBA needs some of these what I what I'll call uh, middle rung teams to win. We we need a championship run in Phoenix and Milwaukee, uh, Memphis, New Orleans, Minnesota if we could ever get back to that level. Now I know. The advertising, the TV, and everything hates what I'm saying here. But as a fan, a real fan of the league, that's what I think it needs. Because you gotta, you gotta keep it popular. That was awesome when Braun was in Cleveland. I get it. That was, that was the hometown team. But it was still, it's Cleveland. And and look what happened there. So I think, man, this is phenomenal. And I got friends, uh, shout out to Jungle Brother out there and Jersey Vern, the big Knicks guys. But I love this. I love this. And I hope we, we get more of it. And, I, you know, I get it if you're an NBA player. It's like, you know, free agency comes, you want to get out, maybe get out to L.A. or wherever, man. But this is great. And I hope these teams find a way to keep these superstars where they're at. You know, if New Orleans can work it out and try and build something around Zion and keep him there, just like Milwaukee just did with re-signing Giannis and keeping him there. When people are like, okay, well, where is he going? New York, L.A., Miami. And Miami gets, because it's Miami, it's, it's South Florida, it's a great locale, it's a great place to be in the wintertime, to have your base of operations, no state income tax, all that fun stuff. Get it, but um, I'm just very happy to see what I'm seeing. Milwaukee with the 113 102 win over Atlanta. Um, in their last game, the Clippers last night really sending a message to Phoenix. Number, you know, Phoenix still up three. You know, three games to two, but letting Phoenix know that hey, y'all better get it get serious here because that would be something. To get CP3 back. To be, you know, have three games under your belt already and to blow it. Tonight, we got Milwaukee and Atlanta again. And then uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday, we have the uh, clip join in Phoenix. And we'll see what happens there. Tonight's game is at 8.30 Eastern Time, 7.30 locally here in the Twin Cities. And check it out, man, because this game Milwaukee could send a real message tonight and put it together Um, Giannis is averaging 28 points Drew Holliday is averaging 6 assists Um, just like what I see just like what I see Um, Ben Simmons is bypassing the Olympics to work on his game they're saying good for him And we will stay tuned and just see what happens there. So, all right, folks, I'm going to jump off tonight. Like I said, um, just a very, very quick show tonight—only 25 minutes. Um, We'll be back this weekend and for sure next week with some more content for you. Um, Again, I am Vince Red Sports Governor. This is the Sports Done Right podcast out of the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and Saint Paul, Minnesota. Again. Thank you to Rob Lear over at Lear Communications for the press hookup for the fights. And other than that, man, just be cool. Stay safe in them streets. Get at me. Again, you can follow us on Facebook. Just enter Sports Done Right. W-R-I-G-H-T, my last name. Same thing on Instagram. And also hit me up on... twitter at the big smooth one and that's the number one after the big smooth so all right folks uh thank you again i'll be back here over the weekend and we are working on some guests for next week as well uh get some vikings updates here because yeah i mean god we're going into july so you know what that means man the end of the month nfl returns people y'all stay safe be cool vince Wright, will be back with you
0: with sports done right.